1: where the game starts hello everyone and welcome to 100 football sports talk radio i'm your host logan landers and today i'm doing a coach profile taking a deeper look a nice dive into josh heupel the head coach for the tennessee volunteers go balls so if you enjoy this video or the episode to the podcast today please like comment share and subscribe we go live each and every single week on facebook and youtube we have clips of all of our shows on instagram and check out our brand new LinkedIn page for another way to connect with us. Once again, like I said, check out the podcast available every single day pretty much Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or, or anywhere else podcast. You can find us over there. Over 900 episodes and over 1,000 plus on Facebook and YouTube. We have history specials, draft prospects, I mean, legends interviews, anything and everything football related. You can pretty much find on the channel. We've covered every team. We've covered a lot of games, a lot of players, a lot of coaches. And we're talking about Josh Heipel today. So let's get into it. Is he the right man for this team? Now he's been here for just one season, just for the balls last year in 2021. Had an had an impressive record overall as a team in his first season. Not too bad overall, seven and six, four-and-four four in the SEC. Got to a bowl game. Unfortunately, they lost the Music City Bowl to the Purdue Boilermakers in a very close game, lost in overtime 48 to 45. So, looking at the season, taking a quick look back, in their first six games, they went four and two with losses to Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett and then a loss to number 11 ranked Florida at the time. So, four and two in your first six, you're feeling pretty good. We were all pretty hyped here on the channel, thinking about how good that Tennessee could this be their year. And then the second half of the season, that's when it got tough for them. They had games against Ole Miss and Alabama, lost both of those. Still, the Ole Miss game, pretty close, lost 20, uh, 30, 31-26. And then Alabama, 52-24, tough game. Then they got the win against number 18, Kentucky, 45-42. But then they had to face Georgia, who we all know won 41-17. Then to close out the year, they beat South Alabama and Vanderbilt. Up until that bowl game against Purdue. So four and two in your first six games, and then in your final six, you you know, you got majority losses there. So looking at the year, they did lose some players to the draft, of course. Cade Mays, Vilas Jones, just to name two off the top of my head. But it was his first year. Got a winning record. I mean, so you will, he got a winning record. Plus, we're now going to see. His recruits, his guys he's been looking at starting to come in over the next few seasons. Um, So it's going to be very interesting for Tennessee to see how they can do. But looking at their team, of course, they are led by Hendon Hooker. Their quarterback had a very good year last year. Close to 3,000 passing yards, over 30 touchdowns, and only three interceptions. Very solid. I think he can be the guy for the moment for them um, as a good quarterback. So he's coming back. You love to see it. Running back, they did lose Tion Evans. They also lost T. Hodge and D. Beckwith. So they're going to be rocking with Jabari Small, it looks like, who ran for close to 800 yards last year in nine touchdowns, with Jalen Wright being his backup, four touchdowns for a little bit over 400 yards. So they're going to go with that. They were the backfield late in the season anyways, so nothing too crazy. So they are having their first two, their quarterbacks, their running back, still in good shape. As for the wide receivers, like I mentioned, Velas Jones is gone. Javante Payton is also finished so here comes Cedric Tillman over a thousand yards last year 12 scores and then also Jacob Warren the tight end expecting to have a bigger role this year three touchdowns 197 catches or 197 yards and then Princeton Fant as well 220 yards one TD so we'll see how they can do they do need a little bit of at the receiver position I feel but we'll see who can step up they did get Wyoming transfer Isaiah Nayor who had close to 900 yards last year with 12 scores. So that's definitely going to help. As for the reserves, who is going to be the one to step up the most? It remains to be seen. The offensive line, like I mentioned, they did lose Cade Mays. They also lost uh, Kedron Calvert, who has entered the transfer portal, who is gone now. But they are getting four of their offensive linemen returning. Darnell Wright, Jerome uh, Carvin, Javante Spragans, and Cooper Mays. Also, you got reserves like Ollie Lane, Kingston Harris, Dane Davis, Jeremiah Crawford and Jackson Lampley. They're also coming back. So you're getting a good crop of your offensive lineback, which is crucial, especially in the SEC. against some of the best defenders in the world, you've got to have a good offensive line. So the Cade Maze ones hurt, but hey, he was good for a long time. You got to hope that these four returning starters and your backup, whichever one you choose to fill in, will be worth it this year and they can really help you out. For the defensive line, they lost Matthew Butler, Uh, Blakely, Caleb Tremblay also, but you also have Omari Thomas, Elijah Simmons coming back. Uh, You have Byron Young, who had 11.5 tackles for loss last year, and Tyler Barrett, who had 7.5 tackles for loss, coming back, as well as Roman Harrison for some debt pieces. So the O-line needs to, or the defense line, still needs to take a few steps ahead um, this upcoming year. But I think that they still need a few pieces there to really get it going. But overall, looking at the team, like I said, you lost Alante Taylor as well. Another big corner um, who's gone. You have Warren Burrell who's coming in. And you also have transfers Kamal Hayden and Brandon Turnage. So I think that this year is still going to be a, a rough year. I'm not saying that it's going to be a bad year for Tennessee. I still think they can produce a winning season but I still don't think we're right there at the peak at the prime for this Josh Heupel era. I think it would not surprise me if they have a similar record this upcoming 2022 season compared to 2021. I do think they're going to finish above 500. They have a good amount of talent. Their offense looks solid. Their defense is still has some holes, but I think they can hold up on their own. So do I think Josh Heupel is the man fit for this job to help turn Tennessee back to its former glory and back into a powerhouse in the SEC. So far in just one season, I like what I've seen. So I'm going to say yes. However, it depends on how he does this year, because you start off on a pretty strong foot. You can't make, you can't be in that sophomore slump. You have to have a solid season. We all know at UCF, he was a very good coach, 28 and eight combined record, total record over there. So I think that Tennessee has a very good program this upcoming year. I think they're going to finish with around the same record, perhaps maybe a little bit better, I would think. But I would say next year in 2023, going in 2024, I think that's where we need to be discussing is Tennessee for real, because that's where we're going to see more of his recruits coming in, seeing how they play this upcoming season, how many more transfers they're going to get, how many guys are going to go in the draft. There's just a lot to look at, but I think that Heupel along with his, his crew, his staff so far, they made a good first impression for me personally, when I looked when I was watching some of their games last year. So I think that he is the right person fit for this job to help Tennessee, to get things going. He's a good head coach. I mean, so well, he's a good head coach and this is a very big year for him. I think because if Tennessee finishes with a good record. I mean, I feel like he's going to get in more discussions as how good of a coach he is. I wish them the best. I think that led with Hooker, led by Heupel, I think Tennessee has a lot of potential this upcoming year. But it's not going to be easy. We all know the SEC. It's going to be a tough schedule. And it's going to be interesting to see how they can do this upcoming 2022 season. But coach Heupel, I believe in you. I know our whole team here. Uh, you know, we got Mr. Football Vincent Turner, his love for Memphis. We got Jeremiah Long, his love for the Vols. So we, we, we support Tennessee here on the show. We talk about the Vols, talk about Memphis, talk about any Tennessee football team a good bit here. So, Coach Heupel, best of luck to you this upcoming 2022 season. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time, this show is presented by Bet Online. If you've enjoyed this video, this episode of the podcast today, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. We live each and every single week on Facebook and YouTube. Check out our clips on our show at Instagram one hundred yards of football. Also, our LinkedIn account, and of course, our top tier podcast. We every single day at Spotify, Apple Podcast, iTunes, our radio—you name it. You can find us anywhere. This to to podcast over nine hundred episodes and over a thousand plus on our Facebook and our YouTube channel. So I've been your host today, Logan. Let us have a tremendous day, everyone. And we will talk to you again on another live episode of 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode